0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Strong Tower Podcast. Today we are on episode four, and I do want to go ahead and once again apologize for this video being up later in the evening instead of early in the morning. I do my best to get these videos as early on Monday as I possibly can, and with this being the last full month of school, it has been really hard to get those up um, on weekends because usually weekends I'm having to either go to Christian service um, or I'm at church, or I'm doing something on Sunday afternoon, studying for a class, working on a project, um, or a paper, or something. And that's really the time that I would normally be working on the podcast. And once again, like I said last week, that's not an excuse. I do need to be better at giving a distinct time so I can get that up early in the morning for you guys. But here we are, and I'm excited for our episode today. I want to thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate. Your faithfulness to listening to this podcast, whether it's in the evening, um, whether it's in the morning, wherever you're at listening. I appreciate you guys. I do want to go ahead and send a little plug um, for for our podcast and how you can kind of get involved in our podcast. I've mentioned this a couple times before on our Instagram page and on previous podcasts. But if you guys have any questions you want to send in, we have our email, which is strongtowerpod.com. At strong tower P-O-D, at gmail.com and that's up on our instagram page which is also strong tower pod so if you ever forget the best way to stay updated with our podcast is to either follow our instagram or to subscribe whether you listen to us on apple or spotify if you subscribe to the podcast every time we release a new episode you'll get a notification and it'll be right there um Another thing about how you can get involved in the podcast is there some different segments that I may be trying and throwing in just to see what you guys think about those along um, with the segments that we already run. Normally, um, some ideas that I have had is just throwing in a periodic top 10. of It could be honestly anything random um or just a random like draft I don't know if you guys see these guys on Instagram or TikTok that do these things just to kinda give the heart the podcast a little more lighthearted aspect of it I do want this to be relatable I don't ever want to come across as somebody who knows everything because I don't um if you haven't heard before I I am only 19 years old I'm a freshman in college so I don't claim to have all the answers for everything so I do want to be relatable to you guys and just kinda give you some practical advice um that you can take some encouragement for your everyday life so with that being said let's dive right into the podcast okay so our, for our first segment of the day where we always start with is our verse of the day and our verse of the day today comes from psalm 71 It's a passage i was reading actually yesterday in my devotions and, and this one verse really stuck out to me really the whole psalm is great and if you have time i would encourage you to go read it um but psalm 71 verse 3 is our verse of the day for today And it says, Be thou my strong habitation, whereinto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. And does that not tie along greatly with the entire purpose of our podcast? Asking God to be our strong habitation, really our strong tower, as uh, the name of our podcast suggests. And that obviously comes from Proverbs 18, but this is a very similar truth in Psalm chapter 71. In, in this psalm, it's, it's a psalm that David has written, and it's when he's on the run. It's when he's hiding from his enemies that are trying to kill him, um, namely Saul. And David is really just pouring his heart out to God and saying, God, I don't have really anyone around me, and I don't have a lot of people that I can rely on. It's hard to find people to trust. But God, I know that you can be my strong habitation, and I can continually resort back to you. And he says, Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. So he calls God a strong habitation. He calls him his rock, and he calls him his fortress. And so today in our lives, when life may be hectic, or it may feel like somebody is intentionally coming to attack us, I don't know where you may fall. Maybe it's not that severe. Maybe it's just a financial situation in your home or maybe you're in college and you're not know how you're going to pay that last bill for school or maybe you're looking ahead to the summer and you don't know what you're going to do for the summer or if you're going to be able to make enough money for next year's school payment or maybe if you have a family and you're just struggling. I I don't know where you may fall, but I do know that scripture is relative to every person no matter what walk of life they're in or no matter what stage of life that they're in. So today, No matter what situation, even if life is going just fine for you, run to your strong habitation, which is the Lord, and continually resort to Him. Okay, on to our next segment of the podcast is our quote of the day. And I really love this quote. I honestly can't even remember where I heard it from. Thankfully, I I do remember the author, and I did write it down. It comes from Ralph Waldo Emerson. And... He says, Your actions speak so loudly that I can't hear what you're saying. And what a great quote about character. I'm not sure. I haven't really done a study on Ralph Waldo Emerson. I'm not 100% sure if he's a Christian, if he is a believer. But this quote really does have plenty of Christian principles to back it up. And we see all throughout Scripture the emphasis, especially in the New Testament, um, the emphasis... On the heart really and why we do our actions we see that in the New Testament but we do see that our actions are important more important than our words it's easy to say that we love God and we see that so many times in our Christian lives. And, and I know that I'm guilty of it so many times in my Christian life is that I, I profess that I love God but the way that I act doesn't always back that up or I profess that I love those around me and that I want to serve those around me but my actions Don't always back that up. And that could be for a number of reasons. It could be because of selfishness, because I'm focused on what I have to get done, or it could be because of pride, because I think that other people aren't really worth my time, or it could just be because I am busy, or I say that my schedule's too full and I don't take the time to make time for others. I've had numerous conversations with different people at college, really just in this past week, week and a half on just talking about the emphasis on how important it is for us as busy college students who are focused on so many different things, whether it's work and school. Obviously, we're trying to grow in the Lord. We're at a Christian college. We're trying to grow in our walk with the Lord that we forget that there's on our campus close to 7,000 people around us. There's people that we walk through every day when we just go to Walmart or we go to the store and we forget that, that we're called to serve them as well. And it's not just supposed to be so me-centric. And so that's, that's a great quote to really take and apply to your Christian life is, what are your actions saying? Not, not what are you saying, not what is your mouth saying, but what are your actions telling people? Because some people may never even get to hear a word from your lips, they may never have an honest conversation with you, but when they see you and they see the way that you act and the things that you do, really they can see why why you're doing them, and they may not always know your full motive, but to see that you are doing something for others and that you are serving others, and they can see that on your face, and you may not, you don't even have to tell them that you love God; they can see it, and they can see it so evidently in the way that you live your life. Okay, a segment that we did not do last podcast, but we are doing this podcast, is our book section, the book that I'm reading, and I am so excited to start this segment with this book. It may not be this book every week moving forward, but since I will be reading through it, it will more than likely appear more than once, and it's a book called Life of Washington. It's by Anna C. Reed, and I bought it from our campus store. Um... I think at the beginning of the semester, maybe even at the towards the middle of last semester and I just haven't been able to start reading it because I've been reading other things. As I've mentioned before, I was in reading Improving Your Serve by Chuck Swindoll. Great book, loved it. Now I'm on to really a more, I guess just historical book um, on one of my favorite historical characters of all time um, outside of the Bible and that's President George Washington general george washington honestly fill in the blank he did pretty much everything one of my favorite people in hall of history and so as i mentioned last week that there was really a lot of introductory things and really the introduction went all the way back to christopher columbus and was talking about this book is written from a christian perspective so um... anna reed was talking about um... god's providence really and how he had worked and orchestrated even from columbus all the way up and how someone like Columbus, who didn't really have a lot growing up and didn't really have a great upbringing as far as someone who's going to be someone who's remembered in history for a long time, that God's hand was in all of that, in starting a new country, and the, in my opinion, the greatest country in the history of the world, in. Um, the United States of America. And so it really just started all the way back there. So there's a lot of introductory things, Um, but today we're really just going to get to talk about a few aspects of George Washington's life that have have been highlighted uh, through this first chapter. And the first thing that really came up is even from a young age, um, President Washington was known by having a great character from a young age. Um, Many people in his own schoolhouse that he was in or people in the area that just knew that from a very young age he was always honest and he was always upfront about what was going on and they said multiple times in the book that he was always someone that you could rely on if you wanted to hear the truth about a situation regardless of how it affected him and so he was a, someone who lived above reproach even from a young age and we can see how that definitely helped him moving forward if you think about the things that he accomplished in his life and Maybe one of the main reasons why he was so successful, Um, aside from his dependence on the Lord, which I'm sure we'll highlight in later podcasts, but just that character and just living above reproach and how much of a challenge is that for us is we live in a society that's so surrounded by half-truths and not showing your full self and not being fully open or not being fully open about a certain situation obviously not about everything in your life, but maybe it's just a certain situation that you're not fully honest about, fully upfront about. We live in a very deceptive culture. And I believe that if we make if we make it a priority to be honest and to be upfront with people, then we will that will take us a long way and it will help us be a lot more successful there's one story that i'll share with you from the book and it's a story about um... george washington and a couple of his friends and his his father died when he was ten years old and so it was just him and his mom and george washington i believe was about fifteen at the time and he had some of his friends over um, i think it's funny to just think back about historical figures and think when they're young and they're just hanging out really hanging out with the boys and uh... i just thought that was kind of a cool little thing to think about in the book but he but he had his friends over, and his mom had this colt, and no one had ever tried to tame the colt. And George Washington, being the headstrong and uh, individual that he was, and kind of really just adventurous individual that he was, he told his friends, he said, "Look, help me help me round up this colt." And he put a bit in its mouth, and he said he was going to mount it, and he did. He he got on the back of it, but. Unfortunately uh, for George, this horse was not having it because no one had ever tried to to mount it and been successful. This horse is fighting um, tooth and nail and he's really just doing all he can to get George Washington off his back. Especially with that bit in his mouth, he's he's not really liking that. Well, George Washington stayed on for as long as he possibly could. And the funny thing about this story is the way that she was telling it, I, I thought for sure she was going to say, and, and then the, the Colt launched Washington off, but what actually happened was this Colt, it burst a blood vessel, and it fell over, and died, it died right there on the spot, and as I'm reading this, I, I can't help but to laugh, because I'm like, man, like, I guess he he I guess you could say that he mounted it because the horse died before he gave up and before he i mean he obviously fell off on the horse fell over dead, but then you think about oh no this is this is his mom's colt, and if you think about the culture back then they they really needed a strong colt like this to get as much work possible done as they could around the house, especially just being him and her and so the boys, this was early in the morning they they come back for breakfast. And not even knowing, her, his mom walks in and asks if in their adventures that they've been running around that morning If, if they had seen her colt. There's no answer I guess everyone's just looking around at the table She asks again and, and George Washington steps up before any of his friends have the chance to cover for him And he says, Mom, your colt is dead and as as she was kind of sorrowful, obviously, for the loss of her cult, she says in the book that she's more proud of her son and him telling the truth and his honesty than she is about sad about the loss of the cult. And so really just another, just one story that kind of highlights the character of George Washington and, and something that is kind of a freak accident and something that wouldn't really necessarily be his fault and it would be easy for him to say, A million different things about what happened he just went through the story in exact detail and he let he let the dominoes fall where they would and he trusted that being honest was going to give him the best result and ultimately it did okay so our next segment of the podcast is really just going to be a brief description of what's going on in my life this week this week's kind of a boring week outside of school Um, I have a couple tests this week. I have a quiz coming up and nothing really outside of school. I We're really just trucking on to the end of the school. I believe we have um, I think someone told me 25 days today till the end of the school year so really excited about that. Um, I cannot believe that I'm already a, almost at the end of freshman year. It is really crazy to think about where I was a year ago and where I am now. Um, not just spiritually or mentally or but actually physically where i'm at i I've been living in Pensacola, Florida for the past the better part of the past i don't know seven eight months, and it's definitely been a big change it's college is something that you really can only experience when you do it, and I am so grateful for the experience that I've had in my freshman year—it has not been perfect, and I don't think anybody's freshman year probably is, or really any year of college is. And it has definitely been tough in a numerous amount of areas. But I am—I am so blessed um, to have met all the people that I have this semester, and to have been able to experience the things that I have at Pensacola Christian College. And I couldn't be more excited to be coming back in the fall um, and starting my sophomore year. But really just looking and trying to hone in and finish out, pass all my classes um, this semester. And I'm really excited as well about the summer and uh, the opportunities that I'll have in ministry there. And so really, yeah, just a couple of quizzes. I did want to give you guys an update because I, I realized that I don't, know specifically if i said this last podcast and if i did that's great you guys are just going to have to hear it again but officer ben darby that i've been asking you guys to pray for for several weeks he got released from prison and there are some legal battles still going on to clear his name but we're really just still praising the lord for that i believe i wasn't at my home church this past sunday because i'm obviously at college but i believe ben was at church on sunday which is just great and just kind of tells you what kind of guy he is. He could be doing a million other things um, when he just got out of prison and he's been in there for a long time. But it was important to him to be in the house of God, worshiping in the local church. And I just I wanted to say one more time how thankful I am to the Lord for that uh, publicly. Okay, guys, as we round out the podcast, Let's just look back at some practical applications for our verse, for the book, and for the quote. For the verse from Psalm 71 3. Once again, I would encourage you guys, if you have time, read Psalm 71. It is a great psalm. A great psalm of really just, you see the openness of David and you see his heart and you see um, that he battled just like we do with some tough situations, but his focus was always on leaning into the Lord and. Um, Turning to him as his strong habitation As his rock and as his fortress And it was something that he could continually Resort to So whatever you're facing today in your life You have someone If you are saved If you're not saved I'm telling you that You get so much more with Christ Than just a free ticket to heaven He is someone that you can continually Resort to um, And he'll be that strong habitation for you When it looks like the cares of life and the things going on are, are going to take you under. God's something someone you can lean into and you can always know that he's strong enough to handle whatever that comes your way and whatever life throws at you. For the quote um, from Ralph Waldo Emerson, um, our actions, they're speaking louder than maybe we may think and uh, much louder um, than we may think. And our words are While they do have some meaning, while it is important to say um, things when they need to be said and to stand up for truth vocally, it is much more important to continually be living in a way that backs up what we're saying. And to be intentional about serving others and not just being so me-centric and focused on everything that we have going on, but to truly give back and not just take in. And from the book... About George Washington, just another challenge on our character and being above reproach and living in a way that we're honest and we're upfront with people. And it may be that sometimes that we have to admit fault. We have to say, Look, I really messed up here. Mom I, Mom, I killed your cult. And I don't know, whatever your situation is where maybe you've done something where you think, Man, that was that wasn't really my fault. It was kind of unintentional, but it was kind of a freak thing, it was a freak accident, or maybe there's something that you've done, or maybe there's something that I've done that I just need to admit fault for. And I say, you know what, I I really messed up on that one. But to be upfront and to be honest and to not be deceptive, that's where the character comes in. And so just a great challenge from the life of George Washington and from our quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. And obviously from our verse from Psalm 71. I want to thank you guys for listening again this week. I am once again going to apologize for getting it up so late. But I thank you guys for your patience um, with me for that. See you next week.